On today's show, General Motors moves a bunch of jobs out of Mexico and into Texas. Jaguar is about to go on a massive hiring binge, and flying cars could be here sooner than we think. All that and more coming right up on AutoLine Daily. This is AutoLine Daily, the show that is researched, written, and produced for enthusiasts of the automotive industry. Automakers are having a hard time attracting young people to the industry, but Jaguar Land Rover just came up with a very unique idea to find new talent. It teamed up with the band Gorillaz and created an app to recruit new electronic and software engineers. The Gorillaz app has two challenges. The first involves assembling Jaguar's all-electric iPace concept, which allows users to learn about its performance, battery technology, charging, and range. The second challenge is a series of code-breaking puzzles that will test curiosity, persistence, lateral thinking, and problem-solving. Alex Heslop, the head of electrical engineering at JLR, says, As the automotive industry transforms over the next decade, fueled by software innovation, we have to attract the best talent, and that requires a radical rethink of how we recruit. Here we found an engaging way to recruit a diverse talent pool in software systems, cyber systems, app development, and graphics performance. JLR is looking to hire 1,000 electronic and software engineers and a total of 5,000 technical staff. If you want to be one of those recruits, you can download the app now through iTunes or Google Play. Earlier this year, GM announced it was investing a billion dollars in its U.S. operations and that that would add or retain 7,000 jobs. And now the automaker is taking it a step further. It announced plans to open a new supplier park to support future vehicle production at its Arlington assembly plant in Texas, which makes Suburbans, Yukons, and Escalades. The new site will house two industrial manufacturing and warehouse buildings with 1.2 million square feet, and it'll add more than 850 new jobs. A big part of this news includes that 600 of those jobs will replace work previously done outside of the U.S., mainly in Mexico. The new supplier park is scheduled to open its doors sometime next year. The 24 Hours of Le Mans was a nail-biter right down to the last lap, and that is coming up next. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone Tires, your journey, our passion. Dow Automotive Systems, advanced materials that deliver better results. And by Lear, a global leader in automotive seating and electrical systems. It was a story of thrilling comebacks and heartbreaking setbacks. The 24 Hours of Le Mans was a nail-biter down to the last lap. Toyota entered the race as the overall favorites in the LMP1 class, with its three powerful hybrids clearly the class of the field. But poor reliability and an accident with a backmarker handed the victory to Porsche. But Porsche was lucky. One of its two cars broke down, and the other had to race back from deep in the field after an early stop to replace part of its hybrid system. In the GTE Pro category, Corvette Racing managed to put one of its cars in the lead late in the race, but on the last lap, driver error and a punctured tire handed the victory to Aston Martin. 
The LMP2 class was won by an Areca powered by a Gibson engine and sponsored by the actor Jackie Chan. And the GTE AM class was won by a Ferrari 488. Well, we all knew that this was coming, but it's sad to see it end. Auto Forecast Solutions reports that the last Dodge Viper will be made on August 16th. The iconic sports car went into production in 1992 and earned its stripes on both the road and the track. Known for its brutal simplicity and muscular styling, the car had a lot of fans, but not enough buyers. This year, only about 500 Vipers will be sold. And so, after 25 years of production, the last one will roll off the line in a little less than two months. Elon Musk has cited fear of falling hubcaps as one reason why flying cars will never take off. But the head engineer for Uber's flying taxi program said he's ready to debate Matt Musk one-on-one about the benefits of airborne versus subterranean mobility. And there's at least one company that would have Uber's back. Consultancy firm Frost & Sullivan says there will be at least 10 companies to launch flying cars by 2022. There are currently eight companies that have completed at least one test flight, including one called PAL-V, that plans to make deliveries of its Liberty Pioneer flying car by the end of next year. A number of experts predict that autonomous car sharing could kill new car sales, but maybe flying cars will fill that void. Volkswagen's big SUV, the Atlas, has a lot more in common with a compact VW Golf than you might realize. And that is coming up next. Lear Connexus is the new application suite in vehicle connectivity designed to deliver over-the-air software updates and more from Lear Corporation's eSystems, leaders in power and data management. Whether it's on television, online, or through social media, AutoLine knows how to effectively get your marketing message to the people you want to reach. Contact Stacy Eman today. If you park the Volkswagen Atlas and the VW Golf next to each other, the only thing that you might think they have in common is the VW badge. But both vehicles are actually built on the same architecture, VW's modular platform called MQB. On last week's AutoLine After Hours, we were joined by Michael Lavati from Volkswagen, and he explained the benefits of sharing platforms between two completely separate vehicles. The MQB is really a toolkit for us that, you know, with, with developed components that can easily be pieced together to quickly then make new vehicles. And that's, this is a product or a result of that. And uh, the, the, the platform allows that adaptability to take uh, stampings, chassis, engine, powertrain, put it together with maybe some slight modifications without having to do a brand new development. And, and you can then find an SUV like this or put together an SUV like this out of that. So, uh, and that's really the benefit of that platform. And, and in terms of cost, uh, you're benefiting from development that has been done not just for one specific car, uh, but for a multitude of, of vehicles around the world, uh, less the, the few adaptations that are necessary. And the RT-ON will come off of that platform yeah. as well, the, the new flagship sedan? Yeah, it's also based on MQB. Uh, basically, and uh, so that's another thing. The Arteon, also a new vehicle in the portfolio, uh, which has then allowed them to be put together relatively quickly and cost-effectively uh, with an existing platform. 
To learn more about the development of the VW Atlas, you can watch that entire show right now on Autoline.tv. But that's it for today's report. I want to thank you for watching, and please join us again tomorrow.